0: Good morning, I'm Madeline and welcome to the Friday Morning Buckingham Podcast.
1: This is Peter, good morning and welcome to the
2: Buckingham Podcast. I'm back, back again. I'm Marjorie. Go ahead and pause.
3: Oh. I'm Patricia, good morning everybody.
2: Good Marcy. I'm Mar- I really enjoy these sessions.
3: And I'm Marcy
4: and welcome to the podcast.
5: Okay. What were you saying, Mar- uh, Marjorie? mm What were you saying?
2: We're back. hmm Yeah, I'm Marjorie again. I really enjoy these sessions because it's just something different and very topical. Whatever we feel like talking about, we talk about. And there's no pressure.
5: So oh, our topic today is Channel Thirteen. Um,
0: Public Broadcasting Service. Yeah,
5: PBS.
0: Now I, um, one of the shows I loved from um, PBS was um, Downton Abbey. Do you all remember Downton Abbey? It ran yes. for about six seasons. Pete, yes. did you ever watch it? I watched it a couple of times.
2: Yeah.
3: Okay.
0: You ladies ever watch Downton Abbey?
3: Mm-hmm. I did watch it.
0: I yeah, did, but not I,
4: regularly. I did,
0: mm. and I did watch it regularly. I thought it was such a great show. Um, you know, it, it's it's about really it's it's maybe loosely fashioned after uh, the uh, Crawley family, and who were a sto- aristocracy. Um, is that the proper way to say that? I guess so. Um, and their lives. And their servants' lives and how things went for them uh, when they lived at um, Downton Abbey. Hmm. So every week there was a different episode. It was a drama, but it was really almost like a soap opera yeah. sometimes. Except it,
2: it included all the servants. It did,
0: and that was good made because it that's interesting part of too.
2: you know when you think of all the rich and all that, you don't think of their servants.
0: You had to love the uh, the castle that it that it yeah. was. Filmed it um, because it was an actual—it was an actual place. There was very little of that show that they made stages for. Most of it was done in the actual castle. Yeah. Um, and, and it was—it um, made—it's part of what made the show singing the castle. So I—I I always loved it. Um, but there are a number of other PBS shows that I thought were good. Surely all of us remember. Uh, Sesame Street because all of our kids must have grown up with a little bit of Sesame Street Um, so what's one of the things that's on now that I like is NOVA and that's about science Um, yeah and and they've got some good programs on there Uh, one of the ones recently that was on was how they're talking about the earth and we're talking millions of years from now, or maybe sooner uh, the the Earth just won't be able to exist. it'll get too hot, and there will not the, life will not be able to exist here anymore yeah um, and it's hard to think in terms of that. It's just really hard to think in terms of something like that and the
2: other day, I don 't know if it was Nova, but I was flipping dials. it was all about bees and how they make honey. And how important honey is in the whole... The
0: environment, yeah. yeah.
5: Bees are, are in danger right now. They are. Yeah. What's being done for that? Does anybody know? Well, I mean, there's a lot of people, you know, Save the Bees, that's like a movement, Save the Bees. And people, you know, I don't, you, have you seen them like man-made beehives? Yeah. Mm. That's, that there's, there's uh, a lot of like celebrities and like, you know, um, just like public figures are buying like acres of land... And just dedicating it to uh, like the man-made beehives. So just, to create a,
0: a home for them, in these.
1: Right. The, what happened that the, that we have such a shortage of bees? I don't know. Them? I don't
5: know. I, you know, that's a good question. I actually don't know the answer to that. Are
0: there are there any thoughts or theories out there? Is it anything to do with th- what there's our environment? There's
5: definitely there's definitely an answer. There's a, there's a short answer. I, it could be pollution. Yeah. To so that environment, then. Um, but apparently, I don't know the reason for this either. Like we need bees to, to, for us to live. We need bees. I don't know why that is either. Uh, Do you guys know why? Why is it that bees are such a necessity for us and like our ecosystem?
0: I I guess it's kind of a domino effect. They create something that creates something else that creates something else that that we need. We
5: need them to um, pollinate. Maybe for food, for crops. And then you got
1: the babies that get their milk from boobies. Yeah.
5: So the, the bees are a big one.
0: So um, how serious is the bee endangerment population? Um, Do you know?
5: Yeah, I I think it's on the uprise like if, it's getting the, worse no 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 the worst has i think the worst has passed oh so it is getting better but there was a scare
0: right so because the awareness was created and something mm-hmm. was done about it now it's not quite as bad as it was right yeah well that's that's the type of thing that you would see on PBS i didn't see that particular show on PBS, but that's the type of thing you would see on there. Uh, so it's, it's um, and you know, they're, they have, a I think 10% of their money comes from government funding. The rest of it is from uh, donors, foundations that, give. And And, people like me who send the money. And private donors, like yourself, yes. yes. Uh, But they have lots of good programs and shows, the arts, music. Were you looking at... Mysteries.
2: Masterpiece mystery.
0: Well, that's where the Downton Abbey came from. That was a masterpiece. Masterpiece, yeah.
5: yeah. In short, and very simplified, bees are important because globally um... Genesis is on our way up, there's a problem with the nurses and meds. Okay. Um, globally, there are more honeybees <clears throat> than any other type of bees and pollinating insects. Yeah. So it is, um, so this is the world's most important pollinator of food crops. It is estimated that we would lose one-third of food that we consume since, they are, since one-third of our food is, relies on pollination mainly by bees. Hmm. The others are by other bees that are not honeybees, mm-hmm. birds and bats. So, we, yeah, that's what we needed for pollination.
2: And one discussion before I had the stroke, we had after humans die out or whatever, what species is going to take over planet Earth? Hmm. And the consensus was cockroaches. Yeah. <laughs> because they can eat anything, they can survive any place.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, if the show that I saw, the NOVA show that I saw, ever really happens, um, the, no one will be able to survive on, on this planet because it'll just get too hot. They will, oh. Life won't be able to survive. Yeah, Everything will have. dry up. So it, it won't, won't matter. Water, yeah. And people won't be able, any, no, there won't be any life that will be able to survive.
5: Yeah. So. Um, We're going to have to move to the stars.
0: Well, we won't be around anyway, none of us, no, so we're talking millions of years from now. But, uh, we hope. yeah, you're right, we hope is right, yeah. <clears throat> Pete, did you have anything in particular from the NOVA, uh, not the NOVA, the PBS, that I, you liked? That
1: I liked? I liked some shows a couple of years ago, uh, they were about Germans about the war. There was one show... So, a
0: documentary type of thing? Pardon me? A documentary? I like that stuff, yeah,
1: that they have. But this show was about, uh, this show was about the Germans that take over an English island. The what? An English island. Oh, yes, I remember that. And, um, you know, of course, they take over, they take over. Yeah. That was quite interesting. When but,
0: was that supposed to have been? What? Oh, this was during World War II. Okay. Yeah. And, and they took over an island? They took and over what,
1: not too far from England, you know, what's those islands? Yeah. Well, the English islands, they have a couple of them that are well known. And, and, are,
2: and they went through how interpersonal relationships and all that. That's right, yeah. You know,
1: you're invaded. But when I think of Channel 13, the primary thing that comes to my mind is the way it used to be, it used to be nothing but static almost, and oh. you could hardly see a picture on there. <laughs> it was just, you used to go by the ghosts, remember the ghosts, what we used to call ghosts on television, when you you have, you're watching it and the person has a silhouette and silhouette mm. and silhouette. Mm. Mm. But, uh, Channel Thirteen always was uh, was a channel you couldn't you didn't use at the time because you couldn't get anything. Yeah, just couldn't get anything. And then when you did get some, was I think it started with Cowboys. Old cowboy pictures.
2: I don't know, but my my sister, who's eight years younger than I am, used to watch. It was called Junior Fox, and it was all cats chasing each other. Cats. Yeah, cats. No. And they were just chasing each other. And that was the whole program. <laughs> you know, it was but, for little kids.
5: Uh oh. <laughs> That's funny.
0: Well, we don't have the problem that you can't see. Uh, Channel 13 anymore Oh right, so at least that's a good thing and they do have some very good programs. The thing I
1: like I liked best about that are the documentaries I've seen on there
0: mm-hmm. yeah it's really it's not just about the arts it's a learning um, network oh yeah it's very much a learning network and that's what makes it so interesting. You know, it might be about history, it might be about something current, like things to do with the bees, honeybees disappearing. Yeah, you never know. Mm-hmm. But they've always got something interesting going
5: yes. on. Yes. Was there anything um, anything else interesting about that NOVA episode that you watched? Well, the what? The NOVA episode. Yeah, it yeah. Was,
0: was, was what I was talked about uh, what would happen or what's going to happen when the Earth dries up because the sun is just going to be too hot. Mm -hmm. Our ozone layer uh, layer is either mostly destroyed or partially destroyed. And once the ozone layer is gone, the sun will come through and the heat will be – just dry everything up and life will not be able to exist. No. And some other
2: planet will invade us and take over.
0: Well, that's the question, though. what's going on on other planets many of these other planets which our country has sent uh, different uh, probes to different places to see if they can tell if life can exist on other planets and we've not been able to determine that life can although there was one episode on the NOVA that said and I can't remember which planet it was that they thought there were signs that A particular planet did have water at one time it was dried up Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. but it did have water at one time and if that would be the case then there had to have been life on that planet what life form it was we didn't you know they didn't know yeah um, and then they talk about i don't know it's called
2: the natchez line or whatever but in peru there's lines in the the topography and stuff that they the lines, don't know yeah. why they're there or how they got there. Oh yeah, what?
1: That they, these lines that are in the earth that you can see from, from wherever, mm. and uh, what they mean and what they don't mean, and and they were put there by the. Uh,
0: What's the theory? Aliens or
1: whoever. And well, they also have those similar lines in Egypt, don't they?
5: Yeah.
0: Yeah,
2: someplace else. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Yeah, they, they, they think, they also think that, like, aliens built the pyramids just because there's no way that, like, human architecture was that advanced yeah. at the time, which, I mean, it is a mis- that, that is one of the mysteries, is, like, how, how they could have possibly built that.
2: And we, as a culture, are very conceited. Uh. We think we're the only ones.
5: Oh, of course. <laughs> you know? But there's just no way. Uh, it, 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 apparently, there's water on Mars, too.
0: Yeah. Well, that was the planet. That yeah, was the planet. Mars. That yeah
5: that that has to that is the easy you know it's obviously tremendously mm-hmm. difficult but that's the easiest planet for us to um, try to make inhabitable because mm-hmm. if we can't we can't inhabit Mars you know what chance do we have of inhabiting any other planet when that's our closest uh, you know the closest one to our hours in our in our solar system like you know
1: Somebody else I saw on TV the other day. Somebody else besides China. China had shot a, a rocket up to the dark side of the moon. It was what? They had shot... China had shot a rock... put a rocket on the dark side of the moon. Oh. A while back. And now there's another country. I think it was India. India's got a rocket up there now.
0: Hmm.
1: Pretty soon everybody will be up there. Hmm. Yeah. we will a moon base.
0: Yeah, don't forget though. It was just last week that there was the 50th anniversary, anniversary yeah. of the moon landing. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I can remember that mm-hmm. really like it was yesterday. I can remember where I was when we heard about it. Mm-hmm. And nobody ever forgets the famous words. Um, one step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um, and, and, you know, you, you were very proud to be an American that that was... That came from your country that that happened, yeah.
6: mm-hmm.
0: um, and today when you hear those words, you still feel the same pride. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. A lot of people still do not, do not believe it happened. Yeah, it's, right. that's, a, that's yeah.
5: another big theory is that we never landed on the moon. Well, they don't As believe Kennedy was
2: assassinated theory. either.
5: Of course, yeah, there's a lot of... Uh...
2: Yeah, something completely different. What year did the George Washington Bridge open?
0: 19- 37 I think. I think. When? 36, 36 or, 37. or 37. 36 or 37? Yeah. You know, um, so JFK, uh, President Kennedy, was the one, um, I guess when, whenever it was, he went on television and he proposed, well, I'm sorry, he went before Congress and he proposed that man should be going into space and that we would, he would—he predicted right. that, uh, uh, yes, that we should have a man on the moon before yeah. the end of the decade. And we did have a man on the moon sure. before the end of the decade. Uh-huh. We did, because it was 1969.
2: Oh, okay. It's okay. It was uh-huh.
0: 1969 we, that, that yeah, Luna landing We're back happened. in
3: business yeah. again? yes. Here's
6: Janet. Hello, Here Janet. Hi, Janet. Hi.
3: Hello,
2: Janet. Hello, RG. I'm Marjorie, yeah. I know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, where's the discussion? Well, we were just talking about the lunar landing, the uh, 50th anniversary of uh, man landing on the moon, and... um our, the words that were said, one step for man, one giant leap for mankind, And that we was just um, talking about that.
5: That was something they were talking about on PBS, right?
0: No, no, that's mm. just, no, that had really no, nothing that to oh. do with that PBS. Really I was just saying that that happened to be that we had an mm-hmm. anniversary, the 50th anniversary of the lunar landing was just recently. Yeah,
6: I watched that.
5: Where did that one air? Where did they talk about that one? Oh, well,
0: I just know about it. I oh, really yeah. wasn't watching it on television. It, it was on
6: Channel yeah. 4. It was I on all the news
3: channels. Yeah. I mean, most of the news channels, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, and the fact that it was the 50th yeah, anniversary. Yeah, because that's a big
5: thing, yeah.
1: That's a big Walter thing. Cronkite, the man every American trusted the most. The most trusted, most man, the one trusted man in America, Walter
5: Cronkite.
3: Alex is looking at us like we he doesn't know who we're
5: talking about. I heard about. about this guy. I forgot, I forgot all about him. He was a newscast. Yeah. Oh,
2: okay. Not that it's my business, but we're a diverse group. How old are you?
1: I'm the same age as you, but a year younger or older.
2: <laughs> That's a safe answer, yeah.
6: Well, you asked me
2: three or four times already. I did? Yes, you did. Oh, sorry I'm about 80, that. I'm 80... No, I forget it. Well, I'm eighty. Eighty. I'm, I'm now. I'm eighty. Okay, 81. I'm eighty-one. Just because that affects on how you look at history, also. Of it course. Your age it and your does. past experiences, you know.
6: but the lunar landing was something we were all alive to see. To see. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. It was a great year.
1: The Mets won the World <laughs> Series in the pennant, and the man landed on the moon. What else could happen that year? My
6: question is. What have they done with uh, outer space since the 50 years? Well, 50 well they, years. Got away were, from,
1: they got away from it for the longest time.
0: Well, immediately after the landing, there were a number of subsequent Apollo landings. Mm, yeah. uh, a, a, quite, a, quite a number of them and mm. a lot of things that went on. Uh, concerning going into outer space Uh, it did come to somewhat of a screeching halt after a period of time but right after that it continued going
5: there's um actually NASA is not the leading space
0: station
5: anymore that's why Um, I know that one of the bigger things they did was put the rover on Mars uh, to take pictures of right. and inspect mm-hmm. and all that, yeah. but there's another um, space company called SpaceX, right. which is they're actually I think on par, maybe ahead of NASA at this point. They're the ones leading the um, the tests that to colonize Mars. Like they're the ones who want to really uh, how do you say this? Like Be the that, that's their focus. Is there? They want to. They want. They're taking baby steps right now. They want to make a moon base. They want to do this. They want to do that. But like their their goal. It's good that they have a goal. Like we know that. Okay, SpaceX. Those are the Mars people. You know, those are the people that want to do the the Mars thing. You no, know, NASA's just NASA, right? They, NASA does what do, does what they can with what they have. Like SpaceX, that's their primary goal. Is like everything they do, is just a like a step towards them wanting to end up like their end goal is to be on Mars, how like with having it like, you know, air, you know, create an atmosphere, this and that. How does, insane.
6: how does SpaceX get funded?
5: Um, the, the CEO of SpaceX, he owns, uh, uh, two really successful companies, which is SpaceX and Tesla, which is an American car company. Oh, he's Tesla. The, yeah, he owns Tesla and SpaceX, so. How do they get their funding? It's a good question. I'm sure Tesla, being as successful as is, helps SpaceX, as he could like you know funnel money between the two companies.
0: So there's no government funding behind. I it? don't
5: think there's any government funding behind. It. I mean, I think when it comes to space, there should be right because that, that's something that obviously every country wants to be ahead in is space. See, that's that's you know? why.
0: Yeah. Well, sometimes when uh, at different periods of time. Uh, different administrations and presidents place less importance on it. Mm. And, and it, it depends on what's important at the time, how much attention something like that will get. Uh, when President Kennedy said we're going to have a man on the moon within the end of the decade, that's because he put a lot of importance on it. But every administration wow. can be different.
5: Um, so I forgot, um, the, the CEO, um, his name is Elon Musk. Oh, yes. he, he's a very like, um, like for a CEO, you don't usually hear about CEOs, right? You just know the company and you don't think about the guy behind the company, the CEO. But mm-hmm. it's Elon Musk, he's like a celebrity at this point, just because mm-hmm. like what everybody, like, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. And he, he's very, very popular. Like, I, I watch a lot of stuff about Elon Musk because he's like, he's the guy that's always talking about AI and how AI is very dangerous. And like this and that, and um, anyway, it's very easy for him to get funding just because of how popular he is. He's funded by Google, um, and Google, you know, has a lot of money. He's he's so it's
0: private funding, but big big uh, companies. Are big fund companies
5: him. fund him, yeah, just because there's a lot of like faith in that guy. He's supposed to be like this smartest guy of like this generation. Like he's supposed to be like like today's Einstein. Elon, Elon Musk.
6: Elon hmm? Musk.
5: Elon Musk. Oh. He's like, brilliant. He's actually just very brilliant. And it's, it's just so fitting for him to be the owner of Tesla and SpaceX. That's just like his, that's his personality is those companies that you just tell.
6: Is he also behind uh, excursions into space for average Americans? Yes, yes. yes, yes. Isn't that the guy that owns the airline? Yeah, the Virgin
0: airline yeah. only guy, doesn't yeah. he do? Uh, he's advertising uh, going to outer space, right. the first people that want to go into outer space. And I can't remember his name, uh, but he owns Virgin Airlines. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he was a white-haired guy. R- was, that wasn't Rupert. No. No.
0: No. no. Shea no. Weiss? No. Shea Weiss? Just, no. who's the owner of Virgin Airlines? Shea Weiss. No, that's not <sighs> the, That's, not,
3: that's not the one. He has a longer name. Um,
5: yes, yeah. Yeah, Sir, Sir Richard Branson. Thank that's the yeah. one, yeah. that's it. Mm-hmm.
0: But what's his connection to that airline, if if any? I thought that was, uh, that he was the owner or part owner. So did I. <clears throat> Let's see. let me see. And and what he's basically offering is that the average person, or not mm-hmm. so average person, but people who have a lot of money, he will take them to outer space. Yeah. Um, and I guess people are willing to pay. Uh, outrageous amounts of money, if they have it, to do this.
2: Sure, instead of having your dog frozen so he can come back to life, I've heard people do that. I happen to think that's a big waste of time and
6: money. I do too.
5: What, to go to space? Hmm?
6: No. To have your pet frozen. Wow. So he can so th- be brought
5: back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I
6: don't know about that. So, what did you
0: find on Branson?
5: Um, it, it says he's just a uh, business magnet, or I guess he, people invest to him and then he invests back out. So, I guess people give him money to invest because I guess he knows who and what to invest into.
0: Okay, I guess that's what his connection is to this project of right. getting people uh, to go into outer space.
5: Yeah, that's really interesting. I actually haven't heard about this guy. <coughs> he, um, oh, what companies does Richard Branson own? Um, What's what? His big branded firms such as Virgin Atlantic, Virgin Money, Virgin that's Media, what I thought. And Virgin yeah. Trains. So not he owns Virgin it. Hall- yeah.
0: But the other fellow was the CEO.
5: Yes. Okay. Right, right, right. So he does own the, those companies. Um, Are they all
6: connected to flight?
5: Not all of them actually. One is a train station
6: huh.
5: one just go one is a sea uh uh what is it called like a boat company, like just sea travel and um yeah, not all of it is is connected to flight only only the Virgin airlines. Even though that's commercial, commercial. Airman. Yeah, that's a cruise. Okay.
6: I wonder if the boat is like a uh, cruise ship,
5: mm. or if it's
6: cargo. Military.
5: Or yeah. Cargo. Cargo, uh, cruise or um, military. Those are the only ones it can be. Let me see. Oh no, I'm sorry. Virgin Virgin Atlantic is a, um, a shipping. It's not shipping. It's actually flights. Virgin Atlantic. I guess those are those are flights that go over the Atlantic, as opposed to ones that go over the Pacific.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then mm-hmm.
5: Maybe those are like um, uh, the jumbo jets, the ones that fly yeah. overseas.
0: But they're all aviation. It's all
4: aviation. Mm-hmm. You know? Right.
5: Yeah. Um.
4: I, yeah, I like that film about the room full of women. The what? Uh, the room full of women that were working on getting the, the ship, the first flight to go. Mm-hmm. And when the ship was ready, John Glenn spoke to the head woman of that group, do I go or I don't go? And she said, it's okay, you go. And I thought that was interesting, you know, he he trusted her. Opinion that much to put his life, it's you know. What commercial is that? I seen that. Yeah, it was a movie about what, the women, those women in that room. That what cut. movie is that? You know, I think it was last year. I just seen that recently.
1: Yeah, but I seen it. I seen it. Somebody cut it out and showed that part.
5: Mm. You don't know what that movie was called, but hmm? you don't know the title of the movie.
4: Oh boy, (laughs) the whole, uh, uh, all the women in that room uh, Mm -hmm. were black women Mm that were very good in science and math, and one in particular was a genius, and that's the one that uh, John Gladys said, if you say go, I go, if you say don't go, I don't go. Mm -hmm. And he (laughs) trusted her. Wow. Mm. That was very
5: powerful. It was just a,
4: it was a great human interest story that, you know, that human beings were so involved in this
6: mm. like a and that you.
4: he would be that trusting of that lady. But she did have an excellent reputation and she, right. was, she was a genius with math and figuring things out. And I don't remember the name of the movie, <laughs> it would be nice to rent it and watch it again. <laughs> it <really laughs> yeah. You could get around on there. You remember when you were a kid? Buck Rogers uh, and, and all that stuff, Thomas yeah. And everything. And all oh, the person like I think like us our age. Uh and uh my grandmother would look at it. Oh, that's silly. Nobody's who wants to go to the moon and all this kind of stuff, but she was of course my grandmother. It was you know, it Buck Rogers who
2: had the watch that could do everything? Yeah. That probably Apple invented now. Um, you
4: know. And I, I disagreed with her. I said, no, I bet you someday somebody will go to the moon. But she wasn't alive to see it. <laughs> she was um, gone yeah. by
6: then. I felt the same way about George Jetson, where he touched something with a wand, and it got better. Oh. Mm-hmm. healed a wound. And I said, that's going to come to pass. And sure enough, look at lasers.
5: That's true. Mm.
0: Well, when I used to watch Flash Gordon as a child, um, I don't think I ever thought that things like that would really happen. Mm -hmm. I really didn't. But then I was a child, and as I got older, uh, things changed. So anything is possible.
6: Anything is. It sure is.
1: They were showing those. Uh, they were showing those Buster Crab chapters on uh, one of the channels last last week. They showed about five of those chapters mm-hmm. of Flesh Gordon mm-hmm. and Ming and
0: Yes, the Evil Dale.
1: Thing. Dale was that his girlfriend? Yes, name? it was. And uh, it was just a pleasure to watch all that. It was fun to watch it, it again.
0: Well, I loved it as a kid, and yeah, I mean, you know, seeing reruns reruns of it. Um, would be just as entertaining to me, especially now that we know what our capabilities are about space. Um, It makes it even more interesting.
1: Mm -hmm. The props that they use, you know, are so ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. Like what? Well, you know, you could see it's a piece of cardboard from something, you, mm-hmm. know, you know what I mean? It's, oh, okay, I see.
0: Not realistic looking. Right. Yeah.
1: I was watching a TV show in the early days of TV, I remember clearly. Captain Video was the name of the show. Yep. Mm-hmm. And these guys were having a fight and there was, there was all kinds of vegetation from the jungle or the planet they were on. And the camera got too low. You could see they were all plants. On the, you know, the vegetation was all plants.
0: So, Pete, refresh my memory. That was Captain Video and his Video Rangers. That's
1: correct. Yeah.
0: So, what what did they do exactly? Because I I really don't yeah, remember. It was they were
1: it was it was a group. He was uh, he was the head of the gang. You know, the the group. He had a group of followers called Video Rangers, they were the kids. And all you did was watch him every week and I think you could send away for something in a ring or something to be part of the club,
6: Mm
5: -hmm. some
1: crap like that. Kids used to send away for a lot of stuff back right right at that time, like Lawn Ranger rings, magic rings and things like that. I remember the Lone Ranger ring that you sent away for. It was a a silver bullet. It was a ring went around, and it was a silver bullet was the ring. Then had a secret compartment in there. They all had secret compartments.
2: And my brother was a great one for finding things in cereal boxes yeah. that were going to change the world with all this outer space and all that type thing. So that was a fantasy of that was his.
6: That was a fantasy of the era.
2: Yeah. So you
1: remember the um, remember Red Rider and the, the Daisy Daisy Rifle?
0: Hmm. You know, I don't really remember it. Well, what I remember about it is that it was featured in a holiday movie that this kid wanted it for Christmas.
5: Oh, the holiday movie, that was a good movie. Yeah,
0: yeah, and the kid wanted it and everybody kept on telling him, you're going to shoot your eye out, you're going to shoot your eye out. (laughs)
6: Um,
0: But he did end up getting one for Christmas, his father gave it to him. That guy
1: that that, 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 um, wrote that movie or whatever, yeah. He's a great storyteller. It's dead.
0: a Christmas story. Is that the yeah. name of the mm-hmm. Christmas story? he used story. to be on the radio Christmas every night, story. that
1: guy. Yeah. And he used to tell stories. I used to listen to him. I can't think of his name. And they were stories he used to tell about his childhood. And that's one of them, you know? Oh,
0: really? That's where that came yeah. from, huh?
1: Yeah. Hmm. Did those. he have
0: anything else that was made into a movie like that?
1: No, not that I know of. Not that what I know What was of.
0: his name? Do you
1: I'm trying to, th- I can't think of his name.
0: Come on, you can find that out. Who
4: who wrote the Christmas story?
0: Christmas
1: mm-hmm. story. He was from the Midwest, whoever it was.
4: And that, that lamp that came. What? He sent away for a lamp. Oh right. Remember it was Gene the
1: Shepard.
5: That's it. What is it? Gene, Gene Shepherd. What was it? Gene Shepherd.
6: Gene? Oh, Shepherd. I
2: remember that.
1: Hmm. Yeah, he used to get on the radio. And he used to talk about all of this stuff and he used to mention the kids' names that he grew up with and they were the kids that then there'd be that names of some of the characters in the film he would write.
0: How long ago do you remember him being on the radio? Oh,
1: it's 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 twenty years now I guess. Okay. Since he's died. But he was on every night, the Gene Shepherd show.
0: And you what you
1: I listened used to listen to, it. to him. I used to listen to him
2: and, uh... So you were watching that or listening rather than the Long Ranger and all that stuff?
1: I was, li- no, I was too old for the Long Ranger and all that stuff. Yeah, I was listening to Gene Shepard and, um, uh, Long John Go- Neville.
2: Oh, yes, I remember that.
0: He was another character. Tell us about him.
1: Long John Neville? Yeah. Well, he had all kinds of people on his show that were... that were. He had a lot of people, I should say, that were out of the ordinary, like um, people who believed in the afterlife, and they were coming back and stuff like that. Um, he had stories about Bridie Murphy. Bridie Murphy was was one of the uh, ladies who was a psychic. She wrote books. And she said she was coming back from the, she would come back from the dead.
0: So it was about reincarnation. Uh, He had a lot of people on. Yeah, he had stuff like that.
6: Spiritualism.
1: You know, stuff to hold your interest for a while.
6: Yeah.
1: And he had magicians.
5: Back to Channel 13. Yeah, a side track. I like where the conversation ended up, though. But is there anything else about Channel 13 that you guys want to touch on?
0: Well, um, my one of my favorite things, as I said, was the Downton Abbey yeah.
6: drama that was That's on so for, cool.
0: for so many seasons. Uh, but I like the Nova thing that they have now. Mm. Uh, it's just really interesting because it it does get into uh, outer space issues.
6: We had yeah. NOVA when I was in school.
0: I know, but we're just talking about the, uh, the Channel 13 now yeah. that it's on. Right?
6: Yeah, but that's where it began. It was a school station on Channel 13. When I was in grammar school, we used to watch NOVA. Oh, really? In conjunction to our
2: It You had to do our what?
6: Science. We used to bring in a TV and watch NOVA. Oh yeah, on Channel Thirteen, huh? In conjunction to our science class, right? Or whatever class it. Costs I didn't know it, it
2: was. Nobody was that old.
6: Yes.
1: When I think of Channel Thirteen, I think of the best, best um, documentary stuff I've seen. History-wise, I'm basically talking yeah. about.
0: Well, they always have these unusual programs, documentaries, the science stuff, uh, things to do with the arts, and these drama series that come up. But since Downton Abbey, I haven't seen any of their masterpiece shows that I have been interested in. Years ago, I watched The Up Down
1: Staircase, I guess it was. What? Oh, yeah. yeah. The the Up Down Staircase. Yeah. I think Nick Nolte was in that, I think
2: could have been.
6: It could have been.
5: <clears throat> um, so, you, what kind of other. Have you all watched
1: Nova? I've watched Nova, but I don't recall anything specifically
5: now that I've seen mm, on Nova. Yeah, all that outer space stuff is really crazy.
6: Yeah, but do you also do. Uh, geography. Uh, Geographic programs.
5: <coughs> okay. Um, mm. You guys want to do the uh, our second topic? You want to get into it?
0: Sure. sure.
5: Our yes. second topic was um, we were going to go around and talk about any kind of like surgeries that we've had. Things that like, uh, things that changed our lives uh in any way or something that like we didn't think would happen that that happened like any kind of um anything that that any surgery that we've had in the past or like you know far into the past or uh, recently um do you want to start sure uh oh
3: go ahead i'm sorry did i interrupt no no i was uh i've had several surgeries but the when i remember well that's the most vivid in my memory when my kids were all under 10 years old i had a i don't want to make it too long a story but basically i had fallen on the ice outside my front door and my husband had just come off a six-month strike where we had used up most of our a lot of money and you know. But anyway he the day he went back to work I fell on the ice and got a concussion. Oh. And I wasn't gonna tell him because I thought he'd say I'm stupid, how could I fall on the ice? But anyway my neighbor I I had to call on my neighbor for help and she told him. And it, it turned out, like I said, I make it as short as I can. I had a tumor on my spinal cord, Um, which was the reason I I was falling a lot, but this one where I fell on the ice was not to do with that, Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, he insisted that I go have another Mm x-ray or somebody did. Like I said, it's 50 years ago now, so it's kind of... my memory is a little dim, but anyway, uh, I was laid up for a month after I i was a month in the hospital. And then I was a month recuperating at home mm. before I could do pretty much anything. And like I said, all my kids, I have four children. They were all mm. under 10 years old at the time. My baby was three. and in order for me to go for this, to be in the hospital this long, two of my neighbor ladies, one of them took my two middle children and another one took the youngest and the oldest. One of these ladies had four children of her own, the other one had two children, so it was a big sacrifice taking on another uh, bunch of kids. But somehow between prayers or whatever you believe in, I survived the surgery. And I remember telling my husband, I said, if I'm ever this sick again, please let me die. I don't want to live if I'm this sick. And, and lo and behold, this, down the line a little bit, the surgery the tumor started to grow back and we couldn't find a doctor who would, in New Jersey, who would perform the surgery again, but he sent us to a surgeon over in New York who said that he would give it a shot. And after less than two weeks after that surgery I walked out of the hospital, I hadn't walked in. Well, I had hobbled around, but not with canes and that. And but anyway, I somehow survived both surgeries. And today I can't walk because of another surgery. But I uh, up until a couple of months, a couple of years ago, I was doing fine. Uh, I. Uh, like I said, I think it's about 50 years that I had the first surgery and uh, because of the neighbors taking care of my kids and uh, one of my neighbor, one of them has since died of, she died because of cancer. And I've had several other surgeries, not several, I've had a few surgeries. Having a knee replacement was a minor surgery in my in my scheme of things, yeah. because the right. ones that I had on my back were so serious, or at yeah. least that's what they told me. Right. And Pete probably knows what I'm talking about more than anybody, I think. You've had some surgeries yourself? Oh, yeah. You I know, and that's what I mean. Uh, y- you know, you probably know what I'm talking about a little bit. And anyway, I'm still here to talk about it. So, if whether yeah, you he believe he in God, or, s- God bless. or somebody else, some other being, uh, after 50 years, like I said, I'm still around to talk about it. So, thank, thank you for listening. It's, it's still emotional to talk yeah, about. And, sure. and it
0: sounds like a bit of a miracle. It too. was a bit of a
5: mm. miracle. Mm-hmm. Mm. Paula, do you want to go ahead?
0: Uh, sure. Um, so I have someone very close to my family who some months ago uh, needed an organ transplant. Mm. And uh, without it, she would have died. And the thing about organ transplants, although there's a national uh, place that you can go for organ transplants, there's people, there are people on the lists and, and they prioritize people according to how bad they are. I mean, what the need is. like are they going to die, but they also prioritize them according to, will they be able to survive? Will they will this be successful? They don't want to use an organ for a patient that really That's going to isn't down, going yeah. to make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a lot of ways they, they put you on the list. In any event, this young woman was high on the list prior of priorities, uh, but it did not appear there was going to be a donor. So again, you talk about miracles. Um, she really was on the verge of organ failure. And uh, there was suddenly um, a donor available, and it was a match for her and she got the transplant. But um, in the hospital, organ um, surgery, transplant surgery is so complicated and and difficult and you really spend your life on drugs to make sure you don't reject the organ. Um, And you go through long periods of time where sure. you are trying, the doctors are trying to find what medicines are going to work best for you to keep you from rejecting. Sure. Uh, so, I, you know, I never really paid much attention to organ transplants no. until I heard about this. Yeah. Or yeah. Until, until it was somebody nose close nose. to my family. Um, and then I also started reading about it and Uh, One of the things you read is that people go on lists to be, to get a transplant for different organs. Uh, But a a large percentage of people end up dying before they can get the transplant. Because there's a long wait, there aren't enough people donating organs, and too many people are looking Mm -hmm. for organs. So um, that's scary.
2: Well, that thing on your driver's license that you can check to be an organ. Yes. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I have that. Then I think, who wants mine? I'm in my early 80s, you know.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: I can see an eye or something, but not a kidney. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you might have something. There may be something yeah. there. Whatever that in, see, yeah. You know. Whatever, whatever
2: they need. The yeah, what, yeah. Um, my know, kidney might be, be better working. than, um, you know, for the donor than whatever. Mm-hmm. I had a friend whose husband, I forget what he had, but he was on a donor list to get something. And he was 85 and he said, no, go down the list, find someone younger who this will really help. He said, I'm a great grandfather. I've had a good life. Mm
6: -hmm.
2: Maybe this kidney or liver or whatever it was can help someone younger.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, that's the thing about Organ transplants, it's just so amazing to be able to think that um, one person can give an organ to another one to make them yeah. live. Yeah, right. I mean, it's a gift, a gift of life yes that you're giving.
6: Well, look at the uh, heart valve. There are people walking around with heart valves that are from pigs mm. yeah. because there aren't enough donors.
5: Yeah, that's crazy.
6: I I walk around with only one kidney because I had surgery. I had a kidney stone in my right kidney that was as big as the kidney. Mm. And it had destroyed most of the liver, the kidney that it laid on. So I went into the doctor, into a surgeon... And he said, well, we can try to dissolve this stone, but it's not going to dissolve easily. We can break it up and send the rest through your body. Having the MS, that's not the toxins I needed floating around. So I said to him, if that's your only alternative, How about just removing the kidney Mm -hmm. my other kidney was working 72 percent both kidneys together worth work 100. one kidney only gives 50 so losing the kidney of 50 percent i was still gaining with the good kidney so i suggested removing my kidney the doctor went home and he thought about it and he emailed my son and said, Your mother has something. If she wants to do it, I think it's the best alternative. The better up the two. And he removed my kidney. End of story.
2: They don't replace joints, do they? Like a knee? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, I do. mean, you can get artificial ones. Yeah. And you, get, and yeah. you can get surgery. You can but, get like, plastic. if I wanted to donate a, knee, a kneecap. Yeah, I don't
5: think so. No, yeah. I hmm? don't think they no, do. No, that, yeah, don't. yeah.
6: They have artificial replacements.
5: Uh, yeah, they have like metal joints. Yes. Metal or. Uh, titanium. titanium. Minus titanium. Yeah. Sit off the, oh, alarm really? the airport. You <laughs> have titanium? Yeah. Where a knee, in
4: Hmm? your in your knee,
5: yeah,
0: the right knee, mine too. Titanium. Okay. Huh. The majority of uh, organ donors are from cadavers, but a live person can actually donate a portion of their liver. Because the liver right. regenerates yeah It itself. regenerates, yeah. There's a very small percentage of times when that's used because the better way to go is the entire liver. Mm-hmm. But they do use, um, they, they can do uh, liver Operation. from a live person.
6: Because liver regenerates. Right? And then there's so always
2: research, you know, they can use that stuff too, further. Research.
3: But. So what are we doing for time?
5: Um, we have oh, well, wow, so we're actually going to end off right now.
3: Can we talk because about we're always walking in under on the, on the rabbi?
5: I know. All right, let's. Uh, um, what are
3: we
6: going to talk about next week?
5: Well, let's do the outro first. So. Um, yeah, whoever wants to do
6: it. Oh. Thank you for joining our podcast. We will see you again next week. Thank you all. Mm-hmm.